Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Season. Today we are going to be talking about one of our, what? It was loud. Well, you know, I come in hot, man. You're coming in hot tonight. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about one of our favorite movies and it's also kicking off our November action duos month. And that movie is lethal weapon. Um, so I guess we'll start off first with just the first, our first thoughts of it. So Justin, what, what are kind of your overall thoughts on lethal weapon? This this might be my favorite action movie of all time. Wow. Really? Yeah. I always, I always talk about this every year. Like around this time of year, we'll watch die hard, lethal weapon, you know, with Christmas coming up, uh, you know, die Hard's more of a Christmas movie, but lethal weapon still is set at Christmas. And every time I watch die hard, I think it's die hard. Then when I watch lethal weapon, it's lethal weapon. So it's like, it's definitely in the, the top two or three action movies of all time. In my opinion. Yeah, I would say it's definitely in that, um, on like that Mount Rushmore kind of, uh, I'm kind of like you, I, I don't think I ever put it ahead of, of Die Hard just cause I feel like I can watch Die Hard from beginning to end. And j- I mean, it, both of them are great, but I just feel like I prefer Die Hard a little bit more. Um, yeah. but this movie kind of like you said, every time I watch it, like I, I rewatched it last night and it's just so like it holds up so well, even today, you know, um, with all the stuff that, you know, all the action set pieces they have, the humor, everything is just just as good as it was, if not better than it was when it first came out. It's I mean, look, I don't throw this around a lot, but it, it's truly a perfect film, you know, or a perfect movie. Uh it, it's got everything you would you could want, and it and like you said, it yeah, it's a, it's an eighties movie, but it still holds up fantastic. The performances are great. The movie is like so much better than like you know. Normally, when we talk about action movies, we're talking about like the action. You know, this is just a great movie. Period. Yeah. So I mean, I just love it, man. I mean, so I know we're about to get into specifics, but just my overall opinion of it is this is definitely one of my all-time favorite movies. Period. Like I, I just I watch it every year, multiple times a year, and I just it's almost gotten better the more I've watched it. Yeah, and like you said, there's some movies that to me are some of my favorite action movies of all time, but they're not. I wouldn't say they're great. Like they're great action movies, but I wouldn't say that they're great movies. You like know Predator. What I mean? Like Predator. I would Predator is a great action movie, but like it's kind of cheesy. Like you wouldn't yeah, 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 you yeah. wouldn't say like, hey man, this is a great movie, man. Look at these performances, you know. But it's yeah. a great action movie. But Lethal Weapon is a great movie. Another movie I was thinking the movie I was actually thinking of was Speed. Now like, see, Speed's, I think Speed's a great movie too. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I just think Speed is kind of like it's kind of got that it's right at that thing where it's some of it's kind of ridiculous a little bit, you know, like when they're flying through the air um, mm-hmm. in the huge bus. Uh, but it but it does have scenes where it's like, you know, well done and everything. But, yeah, it's action movies are are tough to come by sometimes when the um, when you're looking for like a great action movie and a great movie. I don't feel like there's a ton out there, but but this one, Lethal Weapon, definitely fits that bill. And the way in the, the way the movie builds is so good. Like, it's yeah. like, that's why, that's why Die Hard's so great is because it builds and it well, like, and go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, go ahead. I want to hear what you had to say. I was going to say that I was thinking that too, to go back to speed. Um, I feel like speed kind of loses momentum a little bit in the third act. Like once they get off the bus, but this movie and Die Hard both, they like crank, especially this one. I feel like this one, the best stuff in the movie happens in that third act, but it builds yeah. all the way up to it. And then it just, you know, it, it's not one of those movies that you're going to sit there and, and be like, Oh man, they showed all the cool stuff in the first, uh, you, John wicks kind of that way too, to me, you know, like once he get once he goes in the club and wipes everyone out, like what left is there really to do, you know? Yeah, and and the thing about Lethal Weapon is it starts off 
incredible. It it it, it really does. It well, starts let's, off let's great. Go ahead and go ahead and let's start off with that a little bit because that was the first thing I wanted to talk about is kind of the introduction yeah. of of Murtaugh and Riggs. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, it, it's it's Shane Black just you know with what he is known for. He he sets a lot of his movies at Christmas time, and uh, you know he wrote this movie and you know he. I just love how they get, it's like a, it, it literally is just so well done because it's, it sets up the whole thing. It sets up the whole case. It sets up everything. It, it, it gives you that Christmassy vibe at the beginning, but it's also like horrifying. And, um, it's just a great like shot to your system, like at the very beginning of the movie. So, and that's what I was talking about with building is like, it starts off with like, it's almost like a detective story. Then it becomes a buddy cop kind of comedy in a way and then it becomes you know once it hits that mid mid point of the movie it becomes what it becomes but just to stay on the first scene i think that that kind of sets the tone for the whole movie you got christmas which is a real cheery holiday and then you have a, a you know a suicide so to speak also well, not, well, well, not we, so to speak <laughs> well well what i'm saying is like there's more to it it's not like oh, there's more to the story yeah. like but it yeah. get like that's what you see but then it there's more to it, you know? Yeah. And I really like how they introduce both characters as well. And I think that's, and look, we're going to, we're going to compare or not compare, but we're going to bring in these different movies that are coming around this time. Like I'm going to mention die hard here and there, because I just feel like these two movies just coincide so well with each other. They do double feature it. Well, they're just like, one is like a one man army, but every, you know, kind of an everyday guy. You know, and then this one is two complete opposites, odd couple type thing. And I feel like they do the best at what their thing is. You know, like after Die Hard came out, there was all these movies that were Die Hard on a boat and Die Hard on a plane. And Lethal Weapon kind of set that formula for the buddy cop movie. Mm -hmm. And um, but I really love how they show their characters in the first few scenes, you know, and Die Hard. Uh, McLean's on a plane and he's just a normal dude on a plane. He's got an, an annoying guy next to him and lethal weapon. You see Murtaugh and he's, it's his birthday. I think he's 50. I think he's 50. Um, and you know, he makes a comment about how, you know, old he feels and all this and that. And then you switch to Riggs who is like doing Coke off of, in the middle of this uh, Christmas tree farm. And you can just kind of tell that like this, like from the first moment you see Riggs, you just know like, okay, this is going to be, this guy is complete opposite of what the other character is, you know? And you're just immediately drawn into kind of what his, what his deal is, you know, you know, something's off, but you're not sure why. And um, go ahead. Yeah. And it's the perfect example of like, they set it up, you know, Murtaugh is, is a guy with everything to lose, you know, Mm -hmm. and Riggs is the guy with nothing to lose. And then as the movie progresses, it, it, it shifts that, you know, like if you really look at it, 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 it shifts it as the movie goes on when, when, you know, and I, I'm not trying to jump ahead, but you know, in the third act where Murtaugh's daughter gets kidnapped. Now Murtaugh is a man with nothing to lose anymore. And now well, Riggs has something to lose because he's gotten this connection with this, with this family now. Yeah. And I was also going to say, um, I like how they, to me, Murtaugh kind of like he enjoys being a cop, but he's not, he's not one of those people that's trying to go out and to me, it didn't, it doesn't feel like Murtaugh's out there to like take down criminal organizations. You know, that's no. not, you know, he's, he's kind of like a, I don't want to say a beat cop, but you know, he, he He's kind of going through the motions a little bit. And Riggs is all about doing anything he can to kind of keep the adrenaline going. You know, anything, Mm -hmm. anytime that there's any downtime, that's when he starts having bad thoughts. And that's when he starts, you know, thinking of his uh, wife that passed away. So uh, just the contrast of, of the two characters and they did, and they never made Riggs out to be like a caricature of, somebody that's on the edge. You know what I mean? Like they never made it to where you could totally see a normal person going down the path that Riggs went down. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not one of those things where it's just like, man, this guy's just like, I understand he's got some stuff going on, man, but he's just going absolutely nut. You know, like he's just doing shit that no one would ever do. And, um, so I, I, I just think that, 
that that first, I guess it's like 20 minutes. And then of course, when they meet, um, is a great scene too, because, you know, Riggs is sitting there, he's waiting on Murtaugh. Murtaugh's listening to this other guy and he's kind of watching Riggs cause he just doesn't look right. And then Riggs just pulls his gun out to like, look at it or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and Murtaugh just, you know, takes off down the thing and, and that's like their first interaction, but it, but it goes to that whole thing too, where Murtaugh is like, dude, I'm just, I don't, I don't have the patience for this shit, you know? And yeah. Riggs is just trying to go through his normal stuff without, you know, I mean, he, he probably doesn't want a partner, but what, what other option does he have? So, yeah. um, but yeah, so let's, uh, so now that we've got our heroes, um, introduced, let's talk about shadow company and their, um, and how they, they're introducing this movie and the kind of their origins. So I, I think shadow, first of all, shadow company is a great, uh, organization name for a villain organization. Um, but the first time you see these people is in the club and they're talking about a heroin shipment, this and that. And the, the guy that they're doing the deal with, he, he kind of knows something's up, you know, he's, he's kind of on edge. And I guess to prove that these people are loyal to McAllister, who's running the show, he just tells uh, Mr. Joshua, who's played by Gary Busey, to, you know, put his arm out. And then starts freaking lighting it on fire. And I just think that's yeah. one of the coolest. I can't think of, like, a cooler introduction to, like, not even the main villain. You know, like, he's not even on top of the, the pyramid. He's He's, like, the second in command. But it just immediately shows you... One, how like loyal these people are, and two, just how crazy they are. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing with, yeah, I mean, that I really like Shadow, and again, that goes to like what we talked about with like it kind of unravels and it kind of builds and like things you know happen, and um, I I, I just really like the mystery of it, and you know, it's 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 almost this uh, the way they like peel the onion of what shadow company is, what they've done, like what they've been doing, you know, Riggs has a connection to it a little bit. Uh, Murtaugh has a connection to it a little bit without even realizing he has a connection to, to what's going on. So that's what I like about it is like, we're kind of in the detective story and that's what I'm saying. It, it goes from a detective story into a, uh, into something else entirely, like in the final, you know, final act of the movie. So I really like that. Cause at the, at the beginning it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like an episode of law and order in a way. I mean, that the, they're, they're going, they're asking questions. I mean, yeah, there's some shootouts, they're doing some different stuff, but you have this like underlying like darkness in the whole movie, which I really like. Cause it's kind of a light movie, a lot of it, but then there's like this underlying darkness throughout the whole thing, whether it be Riggs, you know, and his personal issues or, um, you know, or just, you know, the actual, things that are happening that they're investigating, you know? Yeah. And then they go, um, and I can't remember how these scenes play out, but you know, there's a few scenes where they're, they'll go and they'll, they're following a lead. So they'll go to this guy's house and before they can even say anything, this guy just starts, you know, opening fire on them and they end up shooting the guy. The guy falls in the pool. And just, just that scene though is so cool how they're, he gets caught up in the uh, the pool cover and then they both jump in and they're trying to like save this dude and they can't, you know, just little things yeah. like that um, that I thought were so cool. And there's another little thing that they, that they added in that I'll, I'll get to later, but um, just little, it, it's almost like every scene that they did, could have been a, like a generic action scene, but they do something to make it different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have just had the, they could have just had the guy get shot and then that's it. And then they're like, Oh shit, we killed, you know, we killed the guy, but no, they added that extra layer and that suspense of them trying to save him Cause you know, they, they want to talk to the guy. Yeah. And, um, and I, I just, I'm like you, I, I think that they start off with, these the two characters 
Murton rigs, and then slowly you're learning more and more about them, which makes you care about them. But then on the other side, they're also showing you more and more about the bad guys. And like, at first you just think, okay, maybe these are just some crazy dudes that, um, you know, are selling drugs, but then you find out, Oh, these are freaking special forces guys. Yeah. And go ahead. That, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like that they, that we're along for the ride. Like they think it's just a, a routine like thing. And then the more that they figure it out, it's like, you know, what are, what have we gotten ourselves into, so to speak, you know, and Murtaugh's kind of scared of it. You know, he's like, what the hell is this? You know, Riggs is almost like excited about it, you know? Um, but, th- but that's the thing with like the, the action movies nowadays, um, y- you know, cause when this movie came out, I mean, these guys weren't like huge stars at the time. I mean, Mel Gibson had, you know, Mad Max was, was already at, but I mean, he, he was, he wasn't like a movie star yet, you know, and, and Danny Glover wasn't either, in my opinion, you know, I don't think they were like guys that you'd consider like movie stars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, nowadays, you know, I, I just think about all these movies where like, it's so, they're so bad, you know, and I, I hate to be like this, but the rock makes these movies where it's like, you know, Hobbs and Shaw, or, you know, I saw the trailer for that new Red Notice with him and Ryan Reynolds. I, these movies yeah. suck, man. I can already tell these movies are trash because I tried to watch Hobbs and Shaw. It was, it was awful. How Red long did Notice, we, how long did we get in that? Like what? 15 minutes? T- yeah. And, and I'm so tired of this crap. It's like, you know, it, you know, this isn't social media and, and these guys post on social media all the time and then they get on there and it's like, they, th- that's who they are. They play that same persona, you know, it's like, they're not a character. You know, like this whole time we've been talking, it's it's been Riggs and Murtaugh. It hasn't been Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Right. It's been Riggs and Murtaugh. With well, that, it's like, hey, man, Brock and Ryan Reynolds are in a movie. And that's who they're playing, by the way. You know? Yeah, and, and that's my kind of my issue, too, is those guys. Look, I'm a, you know, I've been a big fan of The Rock. Not, no, not necessarily his movie career, because I, I think he makes some bad choices on movies. But, you know, when he was in WWE, I mean that was like my favorite wrestler. I mean, when we were growing up, we were real big into wrestling. Um, and then for like Ryan Reynolds, I do like Ryan Reynolds, but I like Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool and maybe is like a cameo coming in. But like, if it's a movie full of just Ryan Reynolds doing Ryan Reynolds stuff, it, it kind of wears on me after a while. And I like, I like both of these guys. I think they're like, it, like marketing geniuses like they they know how to sell a movie i'm not taking that away yeah. from them but but i'm just saying these movies are, are very boring and generic like a lot of these action movies that are coming out today and w- w- i miss the day like television has these movies now because you know lethal weapon couldn't wouldn't even get made today i don't think because you know it, it's it, it, they don't rely on these huge stunt sequences and stuff. I mean, there's not any major stunts in this movie. And the ones that are, aren't like crazy ass stunts, you know? And, and that's what I love about it so much. And that's why it holds up incredibly is you're so invested in the characters that it really wouldn't matter what they're doing. You know, that the, the whole movie could have been them just, but the way it unfolds and the way they continue to put the characters in harm's way and you actually feel like there's some actual stakes and there's some actual danger going on. And it's not these over the top action sequences where like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, nothing's going to happen. Like this one ups the stakes constantly. It just keeps building on itself. Well, and I've seen, I've probably, I don't know exactly how many times I've seen this movie, but it's, it's over 20. I'd probably say if I had to guess, I've probably seen this movie close to 30 or more times. Easy. And you've, you've seen yeah, it way yeah, more than that. But, but I'm saying like, I've seen it a ton is what I'm saying. Yeah. And still the scene where he is, where Riggs is sitting there and he's looking at that picture of his wife and he's like watching cartoons or something. And he puts the gun in his, like, that is still, even though I know he's not going to do it, that's still a great scene that has tension in it because of the way that it's filmed, the way that it's, you know, Gibson, Mel Gibson's performance. It's just, and like you said, the, I feel like action movies now are so impatient to get you from, and maybe it's because of our, you know, attention spans of most people. You know, like they're so quick to want to go from point A to point B 
that they don't realize that what makes it great is the stuff in between point A and B. Well, look, I'll just be honest with you. A lot of it is just laziness and shit writing and like shit, just shit. Because like, I hate to keep picking on Hobbs and Shaw, but like the first five minutes of that is a vignette. They split the screen in half. They show each of their days. It's so just nauseating. Like, it's like, how cool can we make these guys look? And I know that they're going for something a little different than what Lethal Weapon's going for. But if you look at how Lethal Weapon opens, it opens with showing the guys, both characters' flaws, you know, and their mm-hmm. weaknesses in a way. Because Murtaugh's weakness is his family without realizing. In his age. A, in his age. In his age. In his age, right. And he's unfulfilled. There's something missing, you know? Yeah. They don't say it, but you see it with the stuff. Riggs, his biggest weakness is he, he's he's borderline suicidal and he doesn't care who, he doesn't care if he dies. And so he, he puts people in harm's way by doing that. Yeah, so go go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you I, I just, no, no. I just meant that like I I really love movies that show characters that are like extremely flawed, and they don't spend a lot of time where they sit and talk about it. They, they the story reveals it. the 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 uh, the 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 stuff on screen reveals it, and we see it. They don't the you know they don't have to tell us what we have to think about the characters. They just show us we uh, you know. We get everything we need in that one shot of him looking at his picture of his wife and him alone in his trailer. Yeah. Um, something else that I like that they do too is is kind of going back to the – and look, there are some moments that are – that have those action kind of cliches in them, like when uh, the captain and the uh, psychologist are – um, are talking and she's like, look, man, I'm telling you Riggs is, is a loose cannon. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah I know. And it, but it's that, it's that they do it in such a way that is so like, um, I was watching, uh, I was watching an, uh, 48 hours the other day. And I don't know if you remember the, uh, the captain in that, but he's like so over the top, just angry about everything. Like he's just always chewing out Nick Nolte's ass about everything. Yeah, and so I kind of like the back and forth, and then later on, Murtaugh's call. He's calling um, the psychiatrist, trying to figure out like what Riggs's deal is, and she's like telling him, "Like, look, man, this guy is, you know, boy, you know, this is this guy's trouble. Like, you need to get get away from this dude, basically." And um, I I just, I just love how they just set up. You know, they don't spend too much time on it. Like they, they get that stuff out of the way early on, but th- they don't harp on it the entire movie. They don't come back to it later and be like, oh man, hey, by the way, man, even though you save those people, you're still a loose cannon. You, you know, like they, yeah. they, they let you know what is, what's kind of going on and then they leave it at that. And then they let the rest of the story play out. Well, and, and plus th- they've already established who the characters are by that first shot. You know, like each character has their own thing. And then it goes into that, you know, and then they meet and then they reveal the character through the dialogue and through the action and stuff like. And and what's so good is, you know. The confrontation that Murtar has with Riggs and that store, you know, after he jumps off that thing by handcuffing that guy, that guy was wanting to kill himself and he jumps with him and he, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole scene where he's just like, are you really wanting to die? Like he doesn't believe him. Yeah, and it's just a way to reveal both guys, and it's like at that moment, um, there wasn't this like you know over the top like one had to save the other. All that at that moment where he realized like this guy's not full of shit. They get in the car, he finds out it's his birthday. It's something simple. He's like, "No, nah, man, for real, happy birthday!" Like, yeah, right there, the relationships formed. Yeah, and like. I just love it. It's so well, good. And Riggs, Riggs actually said, so there's two parts on that that I really like. One is where he tells him, he says, and I don't, and look, I don't know the exact words that he says, but he says basically like, um, you know, you, you, you think I'm playing around. Like I actually have a bullet for the occasion. Like yeah. I'm not bullshitting you. Um, and then they, you go from that super intense scene where you almost feel like they're going to kind of, um, they're going to kind of split apart. Right. And in most movies, they would have that. They would have like Myrtle go over here and do stuff for a while. And then Riggs go over here and then they meet up later on. They don't do that. They put them right back in the scene together. And then, like you said, he has, he says, um, he finds out it's his birthday. He tells them 
And then Riggs says something to the effect of like, um, he says something like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we'll live long enough to where I can give you a present because of all the, and he says, because of all the kindness you've shown me. Yeah. You know? And then at that moment, they're kind of like, okay, we're kind of, you know, and Murtaugh starts laughing about it or whatever. And, but then, but they keep going, but you know what I'm saying? Like normally you, you would have this whole thing with like, they have to come back and and realize that they need each other. And I, I think that's so overplayed and I love how they just know they kept the awkwardness in there and it just made it, so, it made that both scenes better because of it. It made the scene leading up and the scene after. Yeah. And after that, there's never that moment of like, where there's this whole thing. It's like, Hey man, you're going to get us killed. Like there's never none of that. It's like yeah. a partnership. I don't, I don't even think it's a friendship yet. It's not, but it's a partnership. It's a respect. It's like a, Hey, we got to, we're in this together type of thing. Like might as well make it work. And, um, and then, like I said, the the story just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding as we go. But just the, it's just, like I said, there's not a wasted scene in the whole thing. There's not a wasted scene in the whole movie. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, one of our, I don't, I don't want to say he's one of our favorite actors, but he is one of those actors that we enjoy watching. And he's in a few movies that we really, uh, like, and that's Tom Atkins, and he plays him. he plays the uh, the father of the daughter that um, kills herself at the beginning. Well, mm-hmm. she's actually murdered. I, I shouldn't say it because she's actually murdered, but um, but I just love he's only in two scenes, I think, but both of them are fantastic. And one of them, the first scene you see him in, he they go to his bank. He's the head of this bank, and. Riggs and Murtaugh go there and they're talking to him and he's basically telling them like, you know, he's, he's kind of telling them like the cliff notes version of what's going on. You know, like, Hey, I heard that she was doing these films and I wanted to get her out and I thought you could help. And then it kind of slowly gets into, you realize that him and Murtaugh have known each other for a long time and he actually saved Murtaugh's life mm-hmm. and like the war. So he's, he's sitting there and I love this part cause he's in the middle of a bank and he's screaming at, at Murtaugh. He's like, he's like, you find him and you kill him. And you know, even Riggs who's doesn't really care what people he's like looking around like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know? Yeah. And, um, and then in the next scene that he's in, I guess they're, I don't know if they're at his house or if they're, I'm assuming they're at his house. Yeah, it's, I mean, it looks to me like almost like a vacation, like it, it's probably his house, but it's something in the mountains, you know, see, it's I th- kind see, of I like think secluded. They, yeah, I think it's his house because I think they're doing some kind of like visual, uh, visual or something for, uh, for his daughter because there's all those people there. And for whatever reason, man, they've got a plethora of, a freaking eggnog, dude. <laughs> Christmas. Got, yeah, but man, they've got like 10 cartons of eggnog just ready to go. And he's sitting there and uh, and then he starts kind of really, you know, Murtaugh's kind of on to his, his lies. And he's telling him, he's like, no, man, quit bullshitting me. Like, tell me what's really going on. And he tells them kind of what And that's you know, when you realize, is. well, that's when they realize it's it's Shadow Company. Like, that's when yeah, they realize Yeah, it's a little bit that- se- more serious than they initially thought, yeah. Yeah, that's when they realized that, like, okay, these you hired these guys to, like, smuggle drugs in. Like, they ended up doing this, this, this. Like, they were, you know, they were using that as, like, you know, that military op is, like, a front to do all this stuff with, you know, whatever. You know, so that's when, like, we, like, Murton Riggs and us as the audience kind of start figuring it out a little bit. And then, you know, they just realized, hey, we, we, we paid Tom Atkins to work a day. And yeah. this is this <laughs> yeah. is where it ends. Yeah, let's get the let's get those two scenes done. And um yeah. but he he is really good at just those like I don't want to say they're over the top, but he he's got that very good like yelling at you, trying to get something through to you. You know, he does in yeah. Halloween three uh very He's well just too. a fun actor to watch. Yeah. Like he yeah. like he, he does like every like I watched Halloween three a couple nights ago, obviously, for Halloween, but uh and just that whole movie, man, he's got like this like incredible uh, presence about him on the screen. Like he'll just be sitting there and he he just he just that I think they say that he they chew the scenery, you know, yeah. and, and it kind of is like that. Like he's just it's never a dull moment when he's on the screen. Yeah. Um, 
So all that happens. They end up killing uh, Tom Atkins' character, Michael Hunsaker, and uh, and they just and I don't want to hit it, talk about this super long, but man, they got they did a great job of coming up with cool names for everybody. Like yeah. Riggs and Murtal is like a very distinct, very cool sounding name that sticks. Um, you know, uh, Hunsaker is, is just a you know it's like. And then Shadow Company, of course, which is, I, I don't think you can come up with a better, because you could just say, hey, I'm, I'm running this organization called Shadow Company, and just immediately people know that it's not on the up and up. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so after all this, they uh, they try to take out rigs, and they think they've accomplished that. So then they kidnap um, Murtaugh's daughter. And this is where I think the movie just goes from like being a being a great movie to being an all time great all time top five action movie of all time. Is it that last third of the movie where you know? And, and one of the fa- one of my favorite scenes is when they realize that his daughter's been kidnapped and uh. Riggs is telling him, he's like, look, man, we're, we're going to do this my way now. Like you're going to shoot when you shoot, you shoot to kill. We're going to get, we're going to get bloody on this one, Roger. Yeah. Like, dude, it's just such a cool, like, because this whole time he's sitting there and he's telling them like he, he, Murtaugh, I think knows that Riggs is, is great at what he does. But I think in that, in that moment, he fully trusts him now. He's like, okay, I'm going to see. And he even asked me, he goes, he goes, are you really as good as, you know, they say you are whatever. And it's just, it's just such an awesome scene. And you just know that like Riggs is about to start doing some shit that is, is just going to be crazy. And, um, they go, you know, they go to the desert and, um, and just the whole, just the whole th- way that they filmed it, where Riggs gets out of the car, he's he's like gunning it, he's running as fast as he can to get to his spot, right? And then, um, like everything they do is logical, you know. So like he has a grenade, and it's like, well, dude, he's not gonna kill his daughter, but then he says, if she's gonna die, she's gonna die with me the way that I choose, not your choice. And then you start yeah. thinking, oh, okay, that makes, you know, that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. So talk a little bit about, about that scene and what, what you felt of it. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's when, it's when the movie goes from, like you said, a cop movie, kind of a buddy cop movie to an action masterpiece. You know, it's like it, um, cause before then, I mean, yeah, there's action, but this is when it becomes really good, you know, because, the stakes are extremely high. And again, this isn't a franchise, you know, at the, yeah, they made sequels, but at the time this wasn't like a, uh, you know, th- this is a movie when, when you're watching it, you didn't know that, you know, a guy signed on for like a 10 movie deal. So you're not sitting there thinking to yourself like, Oh, they'll be fine. You know, at that stage yeah. of the movie, it's like, dude, anything could happen, man. Like they already, yeah. tried, to, they already tried to smoke rigs. They think he's dead. And uh, like you said, just the whole setup. And I love when Joshua automatically knows with that first shot, he's yeah. like, it's Riggs. He yeah. knows immediately it's Riggs because like these guys, these guys know that there's only, I mean, there's nobody else who can make shots like that, you know, unless yeah. they're in that type of mercenary lifestyle or whatever it is. But anyway, um, yeah, I just love it. And I love how things don't go the way of the hero. You know, it's like yeah. they, they fail and then, then they get, tortured and that that's a great scene too again it's just it's constantly putting um it's that old hero's journey it's like you put you put your guy through as much shit as possible in a in in the movie like you got to put your hero through like every single obstacle known to man you know and and this movie does that incredibly well and ups it every time it's always on top like you thought that was you thought that was bad now you're getting electroshock therapy. Now you're getting salt rubbed into your wounds. You know, it, it just keeps building. So which one, which one do you think is worse? Electroshock therapy. There's only a few guys that could handle that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. He tells him he goes, man. He goes, he goes nobody could, nobody can survive that. And I mean, of course, think. You know, a, I mean, think about it. Not only is it bad, you're getting electroshocked, which has got to be brutal. But you got that guy doing it, and that guy, yeah. if you know, and here's the connection with Die Hard. He's the guy who wants to eat that Crunch Bar, man. No, he doesn't want Same to. Actor. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But that's uh that's by far the worst. And then Josh was like, I promise you, Riggs, if you tell us, I'll kill you quick. And yeah. that pisses me off too, because it's like yeah. I don't get to live. I only get to either suffer or get yeah. killed quick, you know. But I, I do I do like that scene too so much because he's sitting there and he's getting tagged by that um by that sponge, you know, that's hooked up to a battery, but he's still trying to like headbutt the dudes and he's still trying to like fight and do whatever he can. And he's still telling them like, man, I'm going to kill you. And after they kind of hit him with that for, for a little bit, they switch back and forth between him and Riggs, but they come back and something I always, always thought was funny is Riggs is sitting there and he's kind of like on his, he looks like he's kind of like on his last breath a little bit, you know, like he, like he can't take much more. Yeah, and that guy comes up and he goes, uh, and he basically he tells me he's like he goes he goes he goes I'm uh, uh, hey I'm I'm sorry man I'm just hey, I'm, man. I'm just a henchman what Showing what can a I little do? bit of he got his little window of opportunity man yeah and man no sooner do those words come out of his mouth man Riggs has his freaking feet up to his neck and he snaps them yeah and uh but just just that whole it, it just looks cool too like it's in this dark area he's got this water coming down on him and joshua is such a great and i think very underappreciated villain i was looking up um when i was prepping for this i was looking up like greatest henchmen uh in move in action movies or whatever and he wasn't even on these lists like he wasn't yeah. anywhere to be found and I don't know if that's because people don't really consider him a henchman because he was like the bigger name and he, he actually, you see him more than the other guy, but dude, this like, first of all, Mr. Joshua, great name, another yeah. great character name. And two, every time you, they show him, he's doing something badass. He's, he's getting his arm burnt and then he doesn't sit there and bitch about it. He just, you know, the guy tells him, he's like, Hey, go to the, you know, go have that guy look at it. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then but the next you, time, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and then the next time he's in a chopper with a freaking sniper rifle, killing Hunsaker. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he's in the, he's in the car that spins around and blows away rigs or so he thinks mm-hmm. like every time he's, he's in, he's every scene that he's in something he's doing something badass and crazy which i I love well and there's also the guy that set that house on fire the kids are like and that was another cool scene oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're questioning the kids they're like you see a tattoo and it's like yeah one like that and that's where you kind of make the connection of like that's one of the cooler scenes too is when he's like that's a special forces tattoo (laughs) yeah you know that's like that's like one of my favorite lines too man it is because it's just that's when but that's 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 when the you know you said the movie kind of switches when the uh, uh, his daughter gets kidnapped. I agree, but I think it actually switches right then because yeah. right then right. is when they realize that, dude, this, what the hell is this? Like this, yeah, why are this isn't some, forces on this. Yeah, these shit? aren't some drug dealers that, yeah, you know, some gang members or something. Yeah, um, and and uh, and you know, go you know, and then to extend that other scene, like it's it's probably my all time favorite. Um. I don't even, it's not even a scene really, but it's my all time favorite image from a movie just about. And I think about it constantly. It's, it's just, it's one of the coolest parts in a movie of all time is when Riggs is running down the street, you know, with that shirt open, they had just escaped the, the stuff they're chasing after Joshua. They go through that nightclub and then he busts out of the nightclub to chase Joshua and he's just sprinting down the street with that AK 47 on him. And it's just like for three seconds, but him just going full sprint uh, in the middle of the street like that rigs is like one of the coolest scenes ever for me. I See, love my it. favorite. And I love that part too, but my favorite is right before that, when they're, they just escaped, but they're coming out into that club and then they're sitting there and Riggs is like in the front and he's, you know, he's like trying to conceal that he has a gun, but he's also just like, I don't give a shit anymore. And they're just kind of walking and you got that music playing 
And then these do, and then these people just start coming up to him, and he doesn't, he doesn't hesitate, dude. He just grabs a guy and just starts <laughs> like puts like three or four bullets right in his chest. But what's brilliant? Then, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. What's brilliant though about the the that act, the third act, is it goes from all hope is lost, getting tortured. They get the upper hand. The daughter's safe. The daughter's with Murtaugh, right? Like the, mm-hmm. they've won essentially. What what says everything you need to know about these two guys is that they keep going after it. They keep trying to finish yeah, the job. It wasn't it's become enough. personal. Yeah. And that's what I really love is now it's flipped. The rest of that movie is like, they're getting them now. Like, it's not yeah. none of this bullshit like, hey, man, we escaped. Let's be grateful. It's it now they're the hunter. Yeah. And I just love that Murtaugh has his thing where, like, they set it up earlier with him at the shooting range. Great scene. They had the whole thing where – um you know, I mean, we're about to get into this, but the the final scene set up. But I just, I just, I just think that that's so well done because a lot of movies, as soon as they get to that stage where like the escape happens or they win or whatever, that's kind of was it. Like it was just about kind of surviving, you know. Yeah. And then this one adds that extra layer of like, it's you you made it personal. Now you're gonna die. Like you you you're gonna die for what you did. Well, and there's just so many great lines, man, in this movie. And again, it just goes back to those things that could have been a simple shootout that ended. And, you know, you've seen it a hundred times where there's a shootout and they kill the guys in a shootout and then it, that's it. But this one, you know, Murtaugh's sitting there and he, he actually says to himself, he's like, he's like, no, he goes, uh, he goes, it's time for you to go or time for you to die. And he goes back to find the McAllister. And McAllister always find it funny because he's he's grabbing all this heroin and he's grabbing like he's grabbing all this shit and he he makes sure to grab like five or six grenades, which is like, dude, what kind of fight are you planning on getting into where you need six grenades? Yeah. Anyways, he, he so he throws all that in the car and then uh, Murtaugh t- as the car's coming towards him, Murtaugh says, "No way you live." You know, he yeah. says it like in a Murtaugh, you know, a cooler way than I did. And just does that thing with his neck and then shoots him and shoots the driver. And th- and then they could have just had it hit the bus and explode, but they don't. The bus hits the car, flips it. And then now you get like 10 seconds of, of this guy trying to get, he's pinned, but he's trying to get to that grenade that's now active. And he's sitting there and it, just another scene that they just added yeah. just a little bit more to it. And it just made it, go from a normal action scene to an amazing, memorable all-time scene. Yeah, and, and um, you know, when when Murtaugh tells him to go spit, you know, oh, after yeah, being yeah. tortured, you know, I, I just had the thought in there because we, we we quote that line all the time where it's like, go spit. But, um, you know, just the part, just the acknowledgement, too, of, like, where the relationship has gotten is that, Rick, you know, they got out of there, Riggs is chasing and Murtaugh's exhausted. He's like, he's on the cut. You could cut him off at the freeway or whatever. And then Riggs like takes long enough to be like, you're right. You know? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And then like, I just love little moments like that. that get sprinkled in because it's like, you know, the best action scenes are ones where the action's happening, but there's stuff going on within the action. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Nolan does that. Like probably the best modern day director of doing that today. Um, of like anytime action's going on, there's story happening within it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like story with action on top. And that's what I really like. Cause like the whole time that's going on, like you said, there, there's moments of like sprinkled in there that, that, that elevate it from a regular chase scene or a regular shootout or a regular death scene or whatever. Yeah. So then after that, it, it cuts to, uh, Mr. Joshua and he's he's going to finish the job. He's going to he knows where Riggs are not Riggs. He knows where Murtaugh's family lives. So he's Which going I love there. by the way. That that yeah. also tells you how much of a psychopath Joshua yeah. is, man. Yeah, so he he goes in and uh he's he break bursts through the door, shoots through the door, he goes in, there's no one there. They actually leave a little sign on the Christmas tree um that says something like uh, sorry, bad guys. No one's here, but us good guys or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, you know, they have a car crashing through the thing and then Riggs gets the, you know, basically gets the upper hand and tells him, Hey, you know, come outside. And again, uh, 
something simple. They could have arrested the guy, set set that up for a sequel or whatever. No, we're just gonna, we're just gonna have a full out brawl right here in the middle of Murtaugh's lawn, and just you know see who see who's the best. And and I love how it's Joshua knows how much of a badass Riggs is, but Joshua also thinks he's pretty big badass too. So he's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. And you know, the fight is not like, it's not like a fight like you would see in raid or something like that to that, but it's still a great fight because it it's, it's real. It looks like a real fight that two people of of that skill level would get into. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's an incredible scene too. And again, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you know that both guys are badass and it doesn't, you know, I'll be honest, man, as much as I like some of these new action movies, as much as I like, like John Wick and all these, they, they go on for way too long. Yeah. And there's not John there's Wick. No, yeah. yeah. John Wick to me. Um, I love those movies, but like the third one I felt was just like, you can only see people get shot in the head so many times before it becomes. And that's the thing. And that's what, that's what nobody seems to understand nowadays is like, Dude, that that's an incredible fight because it it looks real, it's raw, it's brutal. It's like it's 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 um there's stuff happening within it, you know, just little parts like, you know, Joshua's got the upper hand, Reese got the upper hand, the cops are like just watching it happen because you know, th- they've come after the cops now. So like they're a family. Yeah. You know, they've come after one of their own and uh I just I love that whole scene because it shows the almost the uh, computer like mindset that Joshua must have had to have like with shadow company where he's like, it's kind of like Rambo. Like he's a killing machine and yeah, there's, like, he gets there's only order. the mission. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to finish it off. But the, I love how the whole time he's kind of like a computer <laughs> in a way he's just kind of cold. But at that scene, we see like the, the, the kind of the human side of Joshua, which is really cool because like you said, he went to finish the mission and he, agreed to fight and that that's when like Gary Busey's acting really kind of came out for me in that movie was like the whole time it was kind of this one thing and now it was just like even though we knew the outcome kind of like we kind of knew like at this point like they're not gonna let Riggs get killed but like it was still really intense and well done yeah and uh something that always does kind of make me laugh a little bit though is they you know Riggs and Murtaugh have single-handedly shut down this huge operation taking down all these mercs and all these professional killers and Riggs decides that he's just gonna, he's not going to kill Joshua. He's like, no, he goes, you're not worth it. And they send over these two just beat cops to like arrest Joshua and they can, and the like, and that's the one thing about uh, cop movies that are action movies is they always make the other cops like so incompetent, you know, but they're sitting there and they're trying to, and then they, he just makes like one little move and the guy's like, Oh, you know, and he gets his gun, yeah. but it's, but it just goes, it, it's one of those things that if it, if it wasn't done right, the entire movie that would have bugged me. But since everything else was done so well, it's just like, I like those little things that, yeah, it's probably not super realistic, but at that point it's still entertaining. And I, and I, and I like a little bit of that, and especially action movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only reason I don't really mind that scene is because at that point, the exhaustion has set in. Riggs mm. exhausted. Murtaugh fifty exhausted. They finally <laughs> see. They finally see a way to just get. You know. Hey, look, man. Enough killing for today. Like, let's yeah. just go home and let's get a killing beer. Killing takes a toll. You would hope that you know. You didn't send the C team out there to try to get Joshua. But again, you thought Joshua was kind of down for the count too. But again, yep. Shadow Company teaches you to play dead. They have yeah. to. Yeah. But I mean, um, honestly, yeah. I mean, but like I said, we it's just, um, and then it kind of ends on the high note. You know I mean? That, that fight's so good. It's, 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 there's just so much going on in, in that fight. And I just love how both fighting styles kind of, you know, kind of see those different fighting styles and you finally get to see that showdown. And then it kind of ends very, you know, ends how it began in a way, but not the same. It's like Christmas again at the end, but the way it should be, you know, like yeah. 
I really like the ending of this movie. Oh, I love I love the the ending of this. Like it's when he goes and he and he tells um his uh Murtaugh's daughter comes to the door and um he doesn't want to, you know, impose or anything, so he just gives uh her that bullet that's got like a ribbon or you know, a, like a gift ribbon around it. Yeah. And he says, "Give that to your dad." And she goes, "It's a bullet." And he's like, "Yeah, he'll he'll know what it means." Yeah. And just that it could have ended right there and been like, you know, like finally, like he's, he's got someone, you know, before that he goes to his wife's uh, grave and he's basically, you know, kind of, he's kind of, he's not forgetting about her, but he's putting it, he's got something else to live for now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's kind of moving on a little bit and, and then I love when Murtaugh comes out and he's, and he's telling him, you know, like, if you think I'm going to eat this, my wife's cooking by myself. You're crazy. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Riggs goes, Hey, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm not crazy. Right. You know, and just that, like just that scene by itself wouldn't mean anything without all of the great scenes of them. Like the one of them in the car where he remembers his birthday or he tells him happy birthday with, you know, yeah. all the other stuff they went, it is it, just a perfect way to end a movie like this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's not much else to be said about that part. I mean, I, I agree. It's it's uh, it it almost to me feels like I like how Murtaugh was the one to go out and be like, you got to come in. But it wasn't like, man, like it wasn't drawn out. It was just like a quick like, hey, man, come on, get in here, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And uh, that's when I feel like he became family, you know, and yeah. we saw him become friends. And then that's when he became family in a way. And I, I just... Like I said, that, that's what I'm saying. There's so much going on with the movie, and but that's kind of the thing that kind of, you know, that, that's why I think it's almost an injustice to call this like a buddy cop movie. You know, yeah, like I don't it, like yeah, that. It's phrase. deeper than that a little bit. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I I definitely think it is. You know, and and I don't really consider it. You know, when I'm thinking of buddy cop movies, I'm thinking more of like kind of hijinks and all this crap, rush you know? hour and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But this one, uh, yeah, such a great. Great movie, definitely one of my all-time favorites. If not, you know, definitely, you know, for me, it's probably one of my top five favorite films. I mean, I could probably say that without hesitation. I I, I watch it every year. Probably watch it a couple times a year, and uh, it's one of those ones I want to start from the start and I want to finish yep. it. You know, yeah, yeah. There's there's movies where I'm like, yeah, let's let's watch it, but let's skip the first twenty minutes, or let's let's watch it up to this point, and then we'll find something else. Not with this movie. Like this movie is great from beginning to end credits the entire yeah. time. So, uh, man, I totally agree. And um, like I said, we when we were talking about doing this uh, theme for this month, the action duos. I mean, this was no brainer. The first one that came to our mind. So, yeah. Um, well, uh, Justin, thanks, man, for for joining me. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. If uh, if you like the show, let us know what you liked about the movie. If you didn't like the movie, I don't know how it's possible, but if you don't like know. the movie, don't listen. Yeah, just get. Why'd you, you click? Hey, why'd do. you click on? You thought we were talking about the television show with Damon Wayans and that other guy that I'm not putting up before with it. before no, Sean William Scott. Yeah, this, um, yeah, yeah. We're, this definitely, definitely put that in the episode heading that we're talking about the 90s, movie, the, the movie from the '80s, not the television yeah. series. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.